Go for it. So welcome to the first episode of Take 10 with the Hogans. This really is going to be a 10 minute chat of all things random. Um, in a few episodes, we'll ask people what they want to hear about or what we want to talk about. But for now, we thought we'd have an episode of roughly what's who we are and how we came about. Um, but we didn't want to sit here and talk about, you know, what we did, blah, blah, blah. So we gave the idea to each other to come up with three questions. You told me to come up with three questions. You didn't, you didn't give me a choice. You said that as if like we decided together. You were like, write down three questions and we're going to do this 10 minute day. I was actually on the treadmill yesterday. We were doing a wad and I, I, I got off for 60 seconds and quickly <laughs> wrote this idea on the whiteboard. Because these ideas, they come so um, fast and full I of them. I so happy if we do this in 10 minutes because I can't see it happening. An Irish 10 minutes. So We're one minute in. For people that don't know us, because we, we're fully aware that High Rocks has grown substantially since we were at the beginning of the, uh, the, the glow up stage of High Rocks. A lot of people know us now from actually our clients and our clients' accolades and how well they're doing through our programming. So we thought we'd go back and give each other three questions that without showing them pre to this, that we have to answer on the spot that's supposed to give you, our listeners, a little introduction to who we are and where we've come from without it being very boring. You said that like it was a has-been high rocks. I actually well. got an email today to say <laughs> that I'm in, in the Elite 15 race in Washington, D.C. By default. By default. They're rolled down to like 21st or something. But it doesn't matter. I can go if I want to go. Okay. Which I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> you keep dreaming. Which I won't be. Okay, on. do you want to go first or second? Or yeah. we do one, 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 one? Yeah, you go first. Go on. Okay. Go for it. So, and we just want to alliterate, we have not cheated here. He has not seen mine and I have not seen his. No. So, I want you to give a quick snippet of the craziest moment our family have had, whether that be at a race or a period of time when we were training or somewhere we went as an adventure to do with sport, a moment in time that sticks into your head that now you think, Jesus, that was crazy. Our first trip to Europe, I suppose, where we loaded like a one-year-old, uh, four, four-year-old, I want to say. Three. <laughs> one, three, six, and like nine or ten or something, into the back of a Jeep with like six bikes and travelled around Europe for six weeks in a caravan, which is pretty <laughs> insane. Like a baby in nappies in the middle of Ironman, like They're 40 degree heat. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing about all that is, uh, there was no iPads at the time. No iPads. We kept four children entertained for five and a half thousand kilometer journey over six weeks with iSpy and Yellow Reg and. Yeah, that had to be the, the craziest. Yeah, so a quick uh, synopsis of that is, I had qualified for the European Championships in the Olympic distance in triathlon for Ireland um, in Kitzbühel, Austria. Tom had qualified to represent Ireland in the European mountain running in Gap in France. And then I was doing the full Ironman distance at Challenge Roth in the Bavaria region of Germany. And we kind of thought, by the time we go back and forth and fly in and out, why don't we just go? <laughs> so we bought a caravan and we loaded up these children and off we went. And yeah, it was a, it was a crazy. Um, at one point, we had arranged for Tom's parents to come and meet us in Euro Disney um, for a couple of days. And the journey up and back was 11 hours or something. Yeah, it was insane. We used to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to drive six hours before the kids woke up. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that, that. That was a crazy time. I'll yeah. give you that one. Okay, okay. Well, they go first. Um, what is your best sporting performance or result, in your own opinion? Doesn't have to be necessarily that you won something, but what do you think was your best performance? Wow. Okay. You're on the clock, yeah. Ooh, that's pressure. Um, I think I will go. I suppose one of the proudest moments that sticks in my mind um, was a half Ironman I did. It was my very first half Ironman and it was the first year I was training for um, a full. And I went to um, Mies and I won and I broke the course record. And it was the turning point where I thought, oh, actually... I could do something here because um, uh, I'm, I'm terrible. I think we, the majority of us are like, oh, God, I'm not as good as the next person and I'm not as this. And especially me, I, I don't have a lot of talent. I never have. Everything I've ever done is just because I'm... Um, I remember that thing. Yeah. Actually, you did it on a bike that we went and bought in, in a car park off Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I still have my Aldi wetsuit or had I had upgraded at that stage? It wasn't until yesterday though. It was like black and white days. Yeah, so um, I, it sticks in my mind because I think it was the first time that I was like, okay, triathlon is my jam. Let's go for it. Okay, roll on to question two. Okay, question two. Ooh, so the biggest regret in a race or a sporting moment or not necessarily regret, but a moment you could go back to and redo or retry if you, if you had the chance. Yeah, that's a pretty easy one, I think. Because I've been asked before, like, what was the best sport performance? And I always say it was in a race that wasn't a race. So in the St. Patrick's Day, the Shamrocks Fun Run thing, which is a 5K, which is just basically for fun every year. It's, it's to raise money for the local GEA club. But I remember one year in particular, I ran from here into the race, which is six miles away. When I got in there, I had 100 miles done for the week. The race was on a Sunday. I just cruised around the race at I think like 15, 10 or something for 5K, and then I ran home again. And I always look back and think, if I had actually had a proper race, like I probably could have ran around 14, 15 or 14, 20 or something at that time. But I just treated it like it was just another run. Yeah, but sure, we were, so um, when the children were small and Tom and I were, I suppose, like everyone, just trying to hustle and make something of ourselves and we had different things on the go, um, but the kids were small and how, we were flipping houses as well and we just needed to make more and more, more money, as you do, and our, an easy way of doing that was just to go from race to race to race. So. It wasn't unusual for Tom and I to separate on a Friday evening and he'd head up the country and I'd head down here, pick up 100 euro for this race, 150 for this race, and then Saturday, Sunday. So we weren't really trying to go for quality. It was just trying to write, there's another three or four. And race winnings is tax-free, by the way, <laughs> FYI. Not that we'll need to know anymore. Um, so your biggest regret then is not taking races so seriously? Yeah, yeah, okay. at that particular time. Do you know what I thought you were going to say? What's the one time the kids will never ever let you live down? So if Tom's, so if Tom, <laughs> say the kids, <laughs> no, let me tell the story. So if the kids are doing something, Tom will go, like let's say it's a soccer match or something. Tom said, geez, you could have you pushed a little bit harder for that now and got to that. 
Yeah, but at least we finished the race. At least I can finish the race. I dropped out of one race in my whole career. <laughs> one race in my running career. It was like a 50 miler, 50k? Yeah. A 50, uh, 50k ultra, 50K yeah. K through ultra. the mountains. And my knee was hanging off. And I, I actually ran about 20k with it sore. And thought, nah, I'm going to do major damage here. Which is probably why I'm broke up these days. <laughs> and I've never, let, I've never let live it down to this yeah, day. To this if day. If I say anything in this house, people say, at least we finish the race. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. Uh, so your second question. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we have probably done most events that people aspire to do, i.e. Martins, Ironmans, all that sort of jazz, ultras. Uh, what have you got left on your event wish list? Interesting. Event wish list. I suppose mm, what have I harped on about for the last 30 years? A stage race. A stage race. I really want to do a stage race. Um, I realise I've probably let um, too many years go by now that I can ever be competitive at it. Um, so I would like to do a stage race just for fun, just to do one. I could leave you in the desert or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we looked at we actually looked at one right before COVID, and then it kind of it all got locked down, and we never. We did high rocks instead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely on the to do list. And that, that wine marathon in France. <laughs> you, know, you get to drink a, a glass of red wine at every stage. Give me your last one. Okay, the last question is... You know, like we're 20 seconds under the 10 minutes and you have two questions to go. How do you, <laughs> how do you think high rocks, or sport in general, has shaped our family? Oh, it's massively shaped our family. Probably even more so than something like school has. Mm. Like... All the kids we we'd said there from the time that the kids were one, Tess was one years old. She's been dragged around to races all over Europe, every sort of race, running races, triathlons, charity races, soccer matches, hurling matches. Like it's just been sport from day one, and you can see that now that Jay has gone on a scholarship to America because he's just seen sport his whole life and he's sees it as I suppose most people see it as just a career or sorry as a hobby. But he saw that maybe it can be a career. And it's probably shaped the kids' lives more than... Do you think it's shaped their personality? Like how they, they look at, um, you I know, think so. discipline I think and... That, yeah, I think it's showed them that hard work, if you work hard, you actually get results for it. And they've seen us, us get that. Mm. And I think it's a better way of teaching kids than just this thing of if everyone shows up to get a medal. It's not really teaching kids about what the, the real world is like. Everyone yeah. doesn't earn the same money. Everyone doesn't get the same opportunities. You've got to work hard for everything. I think it has shaped their lives that way. You think it's brought us closer together as a family as well? Yeah, we like, all do the same things. We like all do the same thing. Home, we have gym competitions where we, mm. we tailor it so that... Like, I remember just having a deadlift one once because you, you know I don't like deadlifting. But it was like tailored towards body weight we all had to weigh in for it, and it was <laughs> this is christmas morning christmas morning about three years ago we had a deadlift but it was a body to weight ratio yeah, we so we had, had like we had to weigh in <laughs> with the and scales then, yeah with the scales i think there's one actually i, I won no i think Pierre's beat you no 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 uh, he's not one from school to ask him but i bet if he was here he would say he won it <laughs> all right give it to right. child then on to my last question go for it you gotta be honest with this one now Okay. What sporting events could you beat me in? Have or could? <laughs> what are you talking about? Have or could? There is no haves. What's the haves one? 
Uh, I, I must have been fucked for this. I bet you when I set the course re record on Sea to Summit Adventure Race. I domesticked you the whole way, like for 95% of that race, you sat sat on my wheel. You, I just broke wind for like two hours. Do you know who cares who wins 95% of a race? <laughs> no <laughs> one. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I was there to do a job. I... This is another one of those things where the kids keep saying I dropped over a race and Dana always brings this up all the time. She brought me there to, to break wind for, for 90% of the race. I did it. And then I finished. She was like, ha ha, I beat you. <laughs> or... We did an Olympic distance triathlon down in Kerry and I passed you on the run when you were puking on the side of the road. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I did ask if you were okay. <laughs> um, no, all jokes aside, what could I beat you in? Uh, I think I would have you in that, what's that mile called? You know, uh, the, the bear crawling. Yeah, body. yeah. What's the un unbelievable mile or I the DNS every time. I would not start that. So there's a start. mile race where you do like 400 meter bear crawl, 400 meter burpee board jump, 400 meter lunge, 400 meter lunge and run. run. I could take you in that. Everybody could take me in that. <laughs> I'm sure there was like three year old kids who could beat me in that because I am burping around the track ever. I beat you every single time in training and swimming as well. In training? I know. Not in races? Yeah. In a race situation. So is that the only one? This crazy mile that isn't even a thing by the way people. Yeah. I think so. I have to give it to you. You're, you're a decent athlete. <laughs> How about ping pong or something, though? No. Anything with balls, forget it with me. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, clean. Uh, yeah, no. My, my, I never played team sports, by the way. That is, a, that is a thing about me. I never, I actually didn't really do sports in school. No. So um, anything with a ball, you got me. Right, we're officially like, four minutes over so what we should do is we should say they're going to be 15 minute episodes and now we gotta rant on for 45 more seconds yeah but take 10 take 15 take 10 with the hogans like tea breaks on in 15 minutes so i hope you can see what we're gonna um send out here and you may like it you may take 10 minutes to, with your coffee and listening to us uh rabble on and the idea is that eventually um, we might get a couple of listeners that would say hey talk about this or what's your opinion on this and um, until then get you get to hear more fun facts from us. <laughs> so happy training let us know what you think if you think it's like pure shite just tell us and like we won't ever do this ever again and the microphone that Dana purchased to do this can be just thrown in the bin <laughs> I'm sure you won't <laughs> bye, bye.